Today we're going to hear from a first-time mom in her mid-40s. She conceived naturally at 45 and is now a stay-at-home mom. Take a listen to our chat. Hi everyone, thanks and welcome to First Time Moms Beyond 35. This is Isabel, your host, and I am here today to introduce Tracy, a woman who has had her first baby at 45 years old, um, or pregnant at 45 and birthing at 46. Is that right, Tracy? That's right. Yes, and you're a stay-at-home mom, so would love to hear more about that. We're going to take a peek inside of your journey. I'll start with a few questions, and then um, we'll all start off with a question and then hear your answer as we go. Um, so when did you think you would have your first child? Uh, actually, I did not plan on having children, ever. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I know that's probably a very surprising answer. It, it is. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, this could be an interesting conversation. Um, yeah, I never really wanted kids. Um, and it's not that I didn't enjoy children. Um, I just, you know, I was never one of those women that saw a baby and said, oh, yeah, I have to have a baby. Um, mm -hmm. My clock wasn't ticking. I just didn't feel like I ever really wanted kids. Um, mm -hmm. So I never planned on it. I never did. <laughs> So perhaps you can tell us a little bit about that journey and, you know, what ended up evolving to lead you to have a child, especially, you know, in your mid forties. Yeah, sure. Um, so my husband and I, I didn't get married until I was 39. Um, and my husband and I never, we, we never really, you know, talked about the whole kid thing um, before we got married. And then after we got married, um, you know, he started saying how he wanted to have a baby and I was kind of like, mm. and I wasn't at that point, you know, you know, everybody would always say to me when I was younger, oh, you'll change your mind, you know, wait till you get married. It's, you know, you'll want to have a baby then. Mm -hmm. So here I was at 39, you know, married and we had been together for, by the time we got married, we had been together for seven years. Um, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So I was 39. We just got married. He started talking about wanting to have kids and I was kind of like, you know, I don't know. I, I just don't know. I don't know if I'm ready to go there yet. Um, and so I got pregnant at 42. That was my first pregnancy. Mm -hmm. And we, we were not trying, um, I had been on the pill. We decided to get off the pill and just kind of see what happened. Mm -hmm. um, we weren't, we weren't counting days. You know, we weren't being intimate any more than we normally were. We were just kind of doing things like we did every day and yeah, we we're just going to kind of see what happened. Yeah. So yeah. I yeah. ended up getting pregnant at 42. Mm -hmm. um, we lost that baby at 18 weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, baby had down syndrome. Um, a heart defect, some bowel abnormalities. So there was just a whole bunch of things going on. So we lost that baby. Um, I ended up getting pregnant three more times in the next 16 months. Again, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, not trying, just kind of 
you know, just letting whatever happened happen. Um, and I ended up losing all of those and fairly early. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was really heavy. And of course, you, you know what happens with hormones. And mm -hmm. um, so we decided um, that we were going, I was going to get back on the pill. It probably wasn't going to happen for us. This is not meant to be for us. Now, um, may I ask, did, did, did sure. you, do you think that made your relationship stronger with your husband? Um, I don't know if it made it stronger. I mean, yeah, I think it did a little bit, but I think there was still the stress of we've been through all of this and we still don't have a baby, <laughs> you know? And I, and I think for him, you know, each time I got pregnant, he, you know, was, was so sure that we were going to have a baby this time. Um, so it, it did kind of make it stronger because we went through all of that together. But at the same time, you know, he's still wanting a baby and I'm just kind of an emotional mess. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So, so then let's carry um, on. Yeah. So, so after that, you know, that was four losses. Um, and then in 2016, you know, we had been living here in Florida. Uh, we got a job opportunity, um, both of us and in Michigan. So we decided to, you know, we, we need a change. We just kind of want to get out of here and, and be somewhere different, do something different. So we packed up, we moved to Michigan and, um, that's where I, we were when I got pregnant, when I was 45, mm -hmm. um, I had actually, let me backtrack for a second, because before we left, after I had those four losses, I did decide to get back on the pill. And, you know, we were kind of like, okay, this probably isn't going to happen for us. Um, so when we did move to Michigan, um, I was back on birth control. Um, and then I turned 45 in October of 2017. And I decided that I didn't want to be on the pill anymore. Um, because of the estrogen levels and the mm -hmm. risk of stroke. And I had heard too many stories and I was kind of freaking out. So I thought, you mm -hmm. know, I'm just going to get off the pill. And the chances of me getting pregnant at this point are probably slim to none anyway. So, you know, and we were both kind of like, yeah, that, that sounds like a good idea. So getting pregnant again, wasn't really even in our thoughts mm -hmm. and, and it just kind of happened and we were shocked. And I honestly thought to myself, I know what's going to happen anyway. So I'm not even going to make an appointment just yet. <laughs> you know? Right. Yes. Um, yeah. So I just kind of waited it out for a couple of weeks and nothing happened. And so I called the doctor and, and here I am almost 48 with a two-year-old. <laughs> Amazing. You see, mis like things happen in mysterious ways. And yeah. there was no stress, I think. Um, and, and like the stress of let's, we, we have to make this happen. I'm ovulating right now. Like you just mm -hmm. remove all of that out. Mm -hmm. And, and then, you know, I, I'm a faith, I believe in, in God. And I just yep. think that sometimes things don't happen on the timing that we expect it to. And it happens at the right time. The right time is his time. And right. so I, I don't know what it is that you believe, but that's, that's how I see it. So that's what was yeah. meant for you and your husband. And I think that's 
beautiful. Yeah, that's, and that's exactly what I believe too, you know, and I know some people think it's cliche and, you know, they don't like to hear that, that, you know, Mm -hmm. God's going to take you where you're supposed to be at the right time, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, And I think if it's meant to be, it's, it's meant to be. And yes. So, (laughs) so can you tell me what life is like for you now as a stay at home mom? It's yeah, it's awesome. (laughs) I mean, you know, I, uh, I love being at home with him. It's challenging, especially now that he's almost two. Um, cause you know, we're getting to that kind of fussy, whiny, I know the stage. And he's, yeah. yeah. And he's into everything, you know, I mean, I, I can't, I can't open the refrigerator or the pantry without <laughs> little octopus hands just everywhere, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's learning. And it's, it's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard to get anything done, you know, yeah. and my husband's gone from, you know, seven thirty in the morning and he doesn't get home until seven at night. So it's, it's definitely challenging, but it's, mm-hmm. it's the best, it's the best job ever. Yeah. I, I <laughs> really have is. I have to agree. I mean, it's I so could it really is. And I, I couldn't imagine having somebody else raise him, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You're very fortunate that you're able to be home. A lot of moms don't have that, that opportunity. And I know. You're, if you're, you're I, teaching your child, he's, you're watching, uh, you know, you're watching him evolve. Yeah. It's amazing. Um, so assuming that life is hectic, how do you keep it all together? I'm not constantly on the go anymore. You know, that's for sure. Especially mm-hmm. with given, you know, what's going on in the world now, but mm-hmm. um, you know, we're, we're at home most of the time and uh, but yeah, getting things done around the house um I've always been kind of OCD about certain things. So mm-hmm. I've had to really kind of rein that in a little bit with the fingerprints on the refrigerator and, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, that's, I guess that's the hectic part of it for me is just, you know, him being into everything, toys being everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's really it. Otherwise we're, you know, we're, we're doing pretty good here. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. What are your thoughts of, of being the older mom amongst the others? Well, as far as school, um, I am seriously considering homeschooling him. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, you know, I'm not feeling really any pressure about being the older mom in school necessarily, but um you know, even in my neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, um, not many moms, um, with younger kids are my age, you know, mm-hmm. most of them are in their early twenties and I'm old enough to be their mothers, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a tough one. I mean, you know, I, as far as him going to school, it's, I'm probably going to keep him home and just do homeschool. So, mm-hmm. but, um, but, but I do think it's, it's tough, you know, being an older mom. I mean, gosh, I, I feel like, you know, I'm going to be 50 in a couple years and um, do I have a whole lot in common with a mom who's 20? Mm-hmm. 
Um, it's tough. And, and, you know, my husband's like, you know, we, we need to find somebody who's in the, in the neighborhood, who's got a younger child and they're staying home and they're social distancing and maybe they can get together for a little play date. And, and I honestly, sometimes I'm like, I just, I know he needs to socialize. Mm -hmm. Um, I get a little stressed out though about younger moms. I don't know. I, I understand totally I'm on the spectrum of like and, I, and when people see me they see me as somebody that's a lot younger like I look like someone uh-huh. that's in there like I can pass for probably 27 ish yeah um and so that the age thing never comes up and people just never know and uh-huh. so the the I just try to find the commonalities to be you know okay whatever is going on with the children because the children's life is going to be pretty close to the same right a, right a, a one-year-old is going to be the same no matter how old the mom the mom and the dad right you know, yeah they are right so so I try to find that middle ground as opposed mm-hmm. to you know maybe life experience that I've gone through through have to kind of find that middle ground that okay our kids have what's in common Let's right connect on that level yep um now for the homeschooling if, if you do decide to do that that's is, is there a reason why you'd be choosing homeschooling? Well, um, well, first of all, this whole COVID thing is just throwing me for a loop. It, who know? I mean, I don't know how long this is going to go on, Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, but I mean, things have changed so much just in the last six months, mm-hmm. but um, gosh, public schools just scare me these days. I mean, the, the stuff that goes on, the way kids talk, um, You're right. you know, bringing weapons to school, yeah. you know, yeah. beating kids up at the bus stop. I mean, mm-hmm. and, you know, and I don't, I don't live in a big city. I, I live in Naples, Florida, and it's, you know, it's, um, should be nice, you know, a quiet beach town, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, um, it's, it just scares me, you know, it just really does. And, and I think, I think because of my age and the fact that he is my one and only, Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know if I'm a little bit more overprotective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amazing. I've heard great things about homeschooling The for the, the only thing is that, you know, it is, it is a lot of work for the homeschooler, like the parents, yeah. the parents yeah. teaching. So if you don't have, um, a lot of pressure in other areas professionally, then it, yeah. kudos. Like, I think it's, it's great to do it. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my sister in law um, homeschools all three of her kids, and um, and they do great. You know, awesome. she loves it. Yeah. They love yeah. it. They mm-hmm. still there's a huge homeschool community here. So, okay, you know, they um, they meet at parks and have lessons, and you know, so awesome. I think oh, it, back to social really, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. it's really oh. beneficial. So, um, so my last question. Is um, what is significant for older first-time moms to know or pay attention to? Oh, for older first-time moms to know. Gosh, um, I think I don't know. I would say maybe. Um, I would say probably don't compare yourself to younger moms. Mm -hmm. Um, 
see that a lot in like the groups that we're in, you know, the mm -hmm. older mom groups, um, you know, comparing what they're doing to what the younger moms are doing. And, you know, mm -hmm. I just, I think being older moms, we probably obviously are going to think a little differently and probably do things differently. Mm -hmm. um, so I would say just, you know, you do you and what's best for you and your family. Yeah, I, think. I like that's it. it. Yeah. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. <laughs> we're on the same page, Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you 100%. That's good. Um, well, thank you so much for sharing, giving us a, a, a little insight on how your world is. Yeah, um, thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Is there anything that you'd like to add that we didn't discuss? Um, nope. I think nope. you had some great questions. I think we covered it. Oh, awesome. Well, good. Well, thank you for joining me on the First Time Moms Beyond 35 podcast. We hope that the journey continues to go well. We know that nothing is smooth in life, but all good things have um, their ups and downs. And at the end of the road, we know, well, I believe that at the end of the road, all things lead to goodness and greatness. Um, so it's all about perception. So yep. thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We wish you a great evening and um, take care. Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Bye, Tracy. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining me again for another episode of the First Time Moms Beyond 35 podcast. We will see you here again soon.